Well, this audio and production for Connecting Dots this weekend will be called in from the road. We're doing this while we're traveling, and so the quality might be a oh, 100% compared to what would be when we're in studio. And thank you to everybody back at the office for doing what needs to be done to get this up. But we're just going to share a few things that might be of interest and some articles that we're reading as we're stumbling and bumbling along on this holiday weekend. This is Paul Trisdell, and you are listening to Connecting Dots. And make sure to read the disclaimer in our show notes before each episode. We have read recently about drones in the Middle East. We know about large satellite drones that are flying in the near space orbit. We know about small drones that people use for recreation and filming. And of course, drones used for all sorts of military purposes now include ships. South Korea has deployed what are in essence medium-sized to pretty large warships that are drones in the areas of the northern limit line with North Korea. Now there's various reasons that everybody's talking about it and you have people who are engaged in fishing who have been seized by North Koreans and some people have defected both north and south. It's always going to be a difficult situation there but the reality is that drones are playing a larger and larger role in regulating human behavior. So one of the items we've been discussing here is the morals and morality of warfare involving drones and to what degree they will be used on regular non-combatant populations. Well, the protests in China continue since the unprecedented storming of parliament by protesters. And in recent hours, thousands of anti-government protesters have rallied outside a controversial train station that links mainland China with Hong Kong. And this mass showing of anger by activists to keep pressure on pro-Beijing leaders in Hong Kong in order to prevent the, in essence, rendition of people out of Hong Kong into the mainland for trial for criminal offenses has rocked the nation and made the world sit back and take notice. The backlash to extraditions has been substantial and is now leading to ever-widening movements and calls for democratic reforms and to mobilize those who are looking to halt the erosion of freedoms enjoyed by those in Hong Kong as an autonomous city after the British cut bait and flood. What is interesting to watch is to see if some of the mainlanders in China are beginning to pick this mass popular movement up and to what degree tourists in mainland China and Hong Kong will also step forward. This also leads to the question as to the ability to shut down communications and with smartphones being monitored as much as they are and the censorship that goes on, will the United States and other countries begin to see and monitor carefully how the Chinese are handling these protesters in light of what happened in Iran and various other Middle Eastern countries during the failed green uprisings? This is a weekend edition of Connecting Dots, and oftentimes when we do a weekend edition, we do what's called a deep dive where we really get into a topic and go at length. 
Later this afternoon, we're planning on doing something just exactly like that, but we're going to be doing it remotely, probably while we're having coffee at a Starbucks, and we'll be using one of our portable podcast recording systems, and you'll have ambient noise in the background. So we'll see how that works out, and that may be in addition to this, but more than likely, it'll be a separate broadcast. There is a lot of talk in a lot of articles from border to border and coast to coast about the fact that men and women in America are not saving enough money for retirement. And my son and I had a good conversation about the cost of housing during the years of the baby boomers and what it's costing now and how wages really haven't gone up and how hard it is for younger people to really get ahead. And there's no doubt about it. Every generation has their advantages and disadvantages. One of the items that is true no matter what your generation no matter true what your age, is that people don't have what we call in-depth conversations. And when we do investment advice, we talk about the importance of having meaningful discussions. And meaningful discussions do not necessarily only take place on a one-to-one basis. Now, the other day, I had an opportunity to meet with a life coach that has a business that we would very much like to understand and develop and bring as a service unrelated to ours, completely independent, where the coaching will have a strong financial background. Now, you know and I know that if you listen to what we have to say here on Connecting Dots and you've been to our website, you know that we talk a lot about financial planning being a canard. It's a fraud. That what most people need is rather than being sold a commission-based product, overwhelmingly insurance, life insurance, disability insurance, long-term care, fixed and variable annuities and equity index annuities, those have big fat commissions and that's what people sell. Rather than tell people that they're financial planners, we really think people should be doing what we call financial coaching. Now, we're very concerned about this trend towards financial therapists, and I think we're getting very close to the unlicensed practice of medicine. It's like when you talk about estate planning, you can get very close to what is known as the unlicensed practice of law. It's one thing to discuss and share ideas and concepts, but it's another to give what we would call close to medical advice without being medically trained. But when it comes to financial coaching, man, there's a big need for that. There's a big need for people to have someone to facilitate the conversation, and that is not what an investment advisor should do. So while it's fun to think about the future and what it may hold, the reality is that, well, when you look at all of the Americans out there, the couples who are saving money. About three quarters of all Americans who are saving money. So we're kind of narrowing it down. We know that 50% of the population doesn't have a pot to pee in, so we're not going to worry about that. But the ones that are actually saving, three quarters of them say that while they've talked to their partner, this is key, they've talked to their partner about some general issues of retirement, what it's going to be like, what they want to do, but only 24% have had any meaningful discussion where they talked about calculating the specifics on exactly what needs to be done. And I can tell you with over 33 years of experience in talking with people constantly about these things, I can tell you it's true. In fact, I'm actually surprised that the study says it's 24% because I will tell you, it's my opinion, that if 10% of the population sits down with their spouse and has a meaningful financial discussion where you actually crunch the numbers and talk about it, more than 10%, I would be really surprised. 
And the reality is most people who are walking through life with somebody else, their significant other, whoever that is or whatever the relation may be, it's just simply uncommon for people to talk about the numbers. In fact, a lot of people have secrets. They keep accounts from each other. Having an awful lot of experience in settling estates, I can tell you that is one thing that many spouses wind up shocked at is how the other one had these other accounts. And God only knows where the money goes for those that are buried in unknown tax ID numbers or entities. I mean, people do some pretty weird things. And frankly, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that people are simply too scared to simply talk about the adequacy of where they're at, where they're going, what they know, how to get be better off. And because of that, I think one of the things that we offer our clients is having that group meaningful discussion. These are podcasts here with Connecting Dots. This is for the public. Anybody can have this. But what we get deeply with our clients are these kinds of discussions because sometimes it's easy to sit back and listen to me talk about the importance of having these kinds of discussions and giving examples and then saying, pause. If you have a question, send it to us. We'll talk about it. So if we can facilitate your meaningful discussion, then that's a win-win. But abdicating and throwing in a towel and not having it, that's no good. Abdicating to some financial planner who's charging you a commission, whether it's assets under management or A shares, B shares, or whatever they're charging, don't do that. But again, what we are always looking for are those who are true life coaches, who are comfortable in their skin, who know what they know and know what they don't know, but know that they need to provide the kind of financial guidance that a lot of people simply need. And when you consider that one in five couples are completely in the dark about what a true retirement picture is all about, well, you don't need to be a chartered financial analyst to know that you just simply need to sit down and talk about it. Next, let's talk a little bit about what it means to be lazy. And don't get offended by this, but one of the things that we all suffer from is the failure to prioritize what we need to do in life. I talk a lot about this among staff. We only have so much time. We have only so much money and energy and effort that can go into a project. And so we need to make sure that these projects are compartmentalized and prioritized and there's adequate resources and consideration. But to do that, sometimes it just simply means taking the time to think about it. Now, one of the things that people hear all the time is knowledge is power, right? You've heard that. I've heard that. Everybody's heard knowledge is power. But that's a cliche. In fact, it's a lie. If you have a smartphone, you have more knowledge in your pocket at any given time than all the wisest men and women that have ever existed in the world combined. We just have an amazing ability to get things done, to know things. But it's unfortunate that these lies continue to be perpetrated on us, especially those who are unwilling to think for themselves and connect the dots, because knowledge is not power. It's not. It's the implementation of knowledge. It's doing something. That's where the power is. I got to tell you, those who are some of the dumbest among us, who have persistency, patience, and stick-to-itiveness, will do a whole lot better than those who think they know everything about everything, but don't put the effort in. Many years ago, I met a lady who was in her mid-30s. She had Down syndrome, and she was handicapped. She was really struggling. She lived with her mother and father, and we met her because of her parents, and her parents were looking for an investment advisor to help her when they would pass away. Now, they were in their 70s, and they were in the process of completing and updating their wills and trusts and powers of attorney, and I was able to give them some ideas and some suggestions. We wound up actually doing a 
pretty healthy-sized life insurance policy known as a joint life inside of an irrevocable trust managed by a corporate trustee with the oversight of a daughter who was not handicapped and a son that was not handicapped. So it was a, a nice working relationship so that the money would only be used for the daughter who's struggling. Now, you might think right now that the child that had the handicap was a dependent, right? You would think that. Now, this goes back to 1989. I kid you not, 1989. So 99, 2009, 2019, right? We're talking 30 years ago. Back then, this girl had been working since she was 16 years of age. She graduated high school. Granted, she went to a school with special education capabilities, but this girl graduated high school and she worked at various fast food restaurants. Now, when I met her, she was working at a McDonald's and the McDonald's had cut back her hours from full-time to part-time, so she was also working at a Burger King. And the result? Well, the result was pretty amazing. 1989, this little girl a sweetheart of a person. She followed the conversations. She could repeat things back. They literally, her parents drilled for a skill to make sure that she had a good working knowledge of things. They were in the process of transitioning her to living on her own. It was a long, slow process. But she had accumulated between her 401k, her IRA, her non-qualified monies. And her parents did not charge her to live there, obviously. But she had close to half a million dollars saved up in 1989. And for all practical purposes, people don't like to hear the word retarded. She was retarded. She had downs, but she had some other serious issues. She was challenged. She could get around. She was functional. She was just really challenged, okay? Whatever the proper terminology is. Beat me up if I said the wrong words. Here's the thing. You should be embarrassed. If you're in your mid-30s or 40s and you don't have basically a pot to pee in, what did you do with it? So knowledge, yeah, great. You've got a college degree. That's wonderful. you got a master's, a doctorate. Oh, you're a high income earner, but it's not what you know that matters. It's what you do with what you know, and it's getting started. So I'm going to leave it today with this. It's a little bit of a chastising of things, and it needs to be done periodically. Here at Fixed Cost Financial, we created a better system. It's better because it's simple and it works. It's a true fiduciary-based approach to investing. Advice is on demand, but when you really need it, the one-on-one, we're there. But by bifurcating advice from management and doing fixed cost investing, This is the home of fixed cost investing. We own that phrase. It's almost a no-brainer. But yet, the reality is, for every 99 people that will hear this podcast, only one will contact us and become a client. One. And you want to know why there's always that 1%? That's the reason. So here's the bottom line today. Talk about it. Think about it. Have a conversation you got to have a meaningful conversation with people in your life that are important to you. If you're not willing to have those conversations, you're going to wind up one day really regretting a lot of the time that you wasted. You really will. I've seen it. I've even lived with people like it. But I can tell you one thing. As soon as you put your foot down and say you're done, you're not dealing with that anymore, life gets a whole lot better. Well, that does it for today. Thanks for joining me. I'm Paul Truesdell, and this is Connecting Dots. It's brought to you by Fixed Cost Financial. Now, I always say the same thing. You ready for it? If you have a comment, idea, tip, trick, or want to just opine, what are you going to do? Come on, you know it. Say it with me. 888-629-7864. Call 888-629-7864. You can find us on Twitter at Fixed Cost Invest. Got a lot of things going up there. Facebook, not quite as much for a whole lot of reasons. Fixed Cost Investing. That's where you go for Facebook. 
our website. That's where you really want to go because there's always extra material there. This, I believe, is going to be episode 81. Don't quote me, but you'll take a look at the notes. You'll see it. But there's going to be a lot of extra things. We'll put up a lot of extra links that will not be on your favorite podcast player. So go to fixedcostinvesting.com or simply use this. Where do you go? Come on, you know it. Dots. Say it with me. Dots. D-O-T-S dot F-M. That's dots dot F-M. Now, here's what I want you to do. Subscribe to Connecting Dots wherever you listen to audio. And I'll be back tomorrow. That's right. It's going to be Monday tomorrow with another edition of our short version, bite-sized version of Connecting Dots. This is a special weekend edition of Connecting Dots, episode 81, an expanded version. Recorded while on the road in Atlanta, Georgia. The regular 5-7 to minute episodes of Connecting Dots goes live each weekday at 6 a.m. All rights reserved, reproduction prohibited without written authorization.